Do you realize that knowledge right now is really at our fingertips? It's amazing. So many years ago, we didn't have Google, but now we have Google. We have YouTube. We have all these different ways to find things out, which means that we live in a time that knowledge is literally at our fingertips, which means that you can find anything you want online. Why? Because of the Internet. But many times people have no idea how to use their mind. Do you use your mind or does your mind use you? When I hear some of the things people are doing, I am shocked that they are doing this because of their thought process. Do you live in the largest nation or do you know what the largest nation is? Let me help you. You see, the largest nation is called the imagination. To the sales doctor, where we talk about the process of selling and how to put more money into your pocket. I'm your host, Dr. Nate Brooks, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the largest nation, the imagination, and what it's about. A philosopher once said, The imagination is the workshop of man, wherein it is fashioned in the pattern of all of his achievements and rewards. Someone else described it as the workshop of the soul, wherein man's hopes and desires are made readily for material expression, which means that you can bring things from the invisible world to the physical world by using your imagination. But many people don't do it. They allow their imagination to use them, and that should not happen. So what exactly is imagination? Imagination is basically the ability for a person to explore ideas and concepts that are not present in their current life. Imagination can also be the things that this person likes in their mind and they want possession of it, which means that they they yield this thing, but they want this thing, but they cannot understand how to make it or turn it into reality. What have you been dreaming about that you yearn for? that you really would like to have. What are you dreaming about? How are you using your imagination? Anything you think of. Ralph Waldo Emerson said this, the only person you are destined to become is the person you decided to be. That's what I'm talking about. Who do you want to be? You see, we all have a future. I don't care if you're a pessimist or an optimist. All of us have a future. The main difference lies in the fact that whether you're going to continue as you are well, or you're going to change your life me. with your imagination. Pessimist people get so immersed in their current life and lack the imagination about their future forces that can move them forward. Hey, Then again, if they have this imagination, they can move forward very quickly, but it stops them. Why? Because they lack imagination. When I discovered we have two imaginations, I was surprised because, you see, we have something called the synthetic imagination and the other is called the creative imagination. 
Synthetic imagination consists of the act of combining recognized ideas, concepts, plans, and facts and principles in a new arrangement, which means you can take old ideas and turn them around to make them new. I have seen people do this. But now what happens to your brain during imagination? There's some research that that says imagination and the act of activation will strengthen regions of your brain, which means that you begin to take real life examples and execute them by improving your performance. Now you may say, well, what, how do you know this whole thing? Well, because you see, I had a stroke and I had to do certain things to rebuild my brain up. And they never told me about how to use my imagination. But then when I begin to use my imagination and begin to understand that, that I have a frontal lobe and an occipital and things like that, I begin to concentrate, remember things. And that's when my imagination begins to work. Because now I'm strengthening my brain. When I discover we have a scientific imagination process, I said, wow, there's four components. The first component is number one, brainstorming. Number two, be association. Number three, transformation and elaboration. Number four, conceptualization and organization and formation. Which means that now I can begin to put this process to work. Which means that you can also do the same thing. As you begin to use your scientific imagination process and begin to create things from the old to the new and improve on them, it's amazing what you can do. Einstein said, and I quote, Imagination is more important than knowledge. For knowledge is limited to all we know and understand, while imagination embraces the entire world and all there ever will be to know and understand. To me, it was a brain booster. You see, it made me think in the way which is not standard for most people. Imagination can help me to find solutions to my challenges. I was just laying here doing different things. My imagination began to help me come up with solutions that will work for me. For example, I wear a brace on my left leg, call it AFO, but the AFO would never fit into a shoe. So what I did, I began to think about different ways of putting this AFO in shoes. And then I discovered there's a small AFO that fits on top of my foot, thus causing me not to have foot drop. But guess what? If I didn't use my imagination, I would have never found that. I would still be doing the same thing and hated that AFO. There are endless ideas flowing around all the time in our planet, but yet still we don't recognize it because we're not inspired to watch it. When we begin to fuel our minds as entrepreneurs, we begin to create things from our imagination. That's how we do it. We form inspiration. When I think of Apple, for example, there was an apple that fell from a tree and hit this man in the head by the name of Isaac Newton in a garden. That inspired him to understand gravitational force. While all of a sudden, 300 years later, in Silicon Valley, somebody names his company Apple. And Steve Jobs is his name. He said, you know what, let's name this company Apple. He tells his buddy, Stephen Wozniak, that he believes that's a good, good name because he loves apples. But guess what? That was a creative idea that started 300 years ago. Maybe you're like me and want to know how do you increase your imagination? Well, there's three steps you can take. Step number one, start with the end in mind. I believe that Covey said, always start with the end in mind. That's what God said. God said he starts at the very end and goes to the beginning. Man goes from the beginning and goes to the end. But always start with the end in mind. You see, as a person, you firstly need 
to know your goal and have a vision of what you want to accomplish. Step number two, apply the creative way of doing different things, which means that if we look with our past of some of our great leaders of the past, most of them had a purpose, something bigger than what they wanted to achieve for themselves. They had a huge vision called a BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal. Step number three, engage the imagination of others. In other words, have a collaboration. Uh, it's much easier to discourage than to encourage people with their imagination, especially if it's not part of what they do. Sometimes it might take some courage to go against the restrictive way of their thinking. I read this really. It said, you know what? I'd rather have my ideas shot down than not to say anything and a lesser idea be put forward. Have you ever been somewhere and say, you know what? I thought that many years ago, but I never moved on that. Well, guess what? You lack the imagination and the courage and determination to put your idea forward. Don't do that. Move it forward. We've been talking about living in the biggest nation on earth called the imagination. As you begin to use your imagination to move forward, you will be surprised what could happen. I had to learn how to use my imagination because of my illness. But yet still, now I'm getting to use my imagination and I love what's happening. I'm beginning to create things I never knew existed. So you become a creator and create things that never existed. How? Start with the old, make it new, improve on it. As you do, you move forward. People want your ideas. You may want to contact me. Just write me, nate at brooksresult.com. I'd be more than happy to get back to you to let you know some things that you can do. Because, see, there's many things you can do, but sometimes we just don't know. I'm here to encourage you to make you better than what you are. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. And as always, stay on top because you certainly deserve it. <music>